Hey, welcome back to Amen, Brother Ben. This is the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. This episode's a little, a little later on in the day for my diehards. Sorry about that. But we are picking apart the, the progressive end of Christianity, if you can call it that. This disease that is eating away a true Christianity called progressivism. I want to go through all of the tenets today so that you'll know what to be on the lookout for. It's eating away at the, I know it sounds dramatic, it's eating away at the soul of Christianity. But it is. It is, and this is really weird for me in my own um, preparations because I'm doing these podcasts after I've preached some weeks, just to give you a little peek behind the curtain. Sometimes I'm, I'll do all my podcasts earlier in the week and um, <clears throat> before I move on to the next sermon. But this week I've been continuing to dismantle progressive Christianity while also preparing to dismantle uh, Christian nationalism, which is going to be fun. Probably going to get a lot of strongly worded emails and looks, uh, especially in the Bible Belt of the South around here. But it's been weird because I'm looking into that to prepare for Sunday, but I'm also still talking about progressive Christianity, which, again... I use that word Christianity very loosely. So I wanted to go through the tenets of it and talk, cause we've talked a little bit about, and, and about some of the things that were like a major, you know, say what now a major, how dare you? What? Um, like for instance, John three sixteen doesn't mean that Jesus died for your sins. I don't know how in, in the, according to progressives, non-existent hell, you can come up with that from John 3:16 that he didn't die for our sins. But um I found this is kind of older. It's like 2012 um which is one of the, I think the beginning. I don't say the beginning cuz progressives have been liberals and and heretics have been doing this for a while. So this is nothing new, but in 2012 uh, a website called progressivechristianity.org tried to put together and kind of pull together a treatise, if you will, um, of their, their progressive beliefs and, and what they hang their hat on. So let's read some of these and see how much of this is actually Christian, how much is not. All right. So point number one. And so again, the reason I'm doing this is because I want you to know the real thing. I, I know that there are so many thoughts and, and, and ideas and movements going on around you and in the world around us. But it is important now more than ever, um, and I'm sure we could say that now more than ever forever because it's going to continue to be important because we're getting closer and closer and closer to the day of Christ's return. I don't know when that is. I don't have a, I haven't made a guess. You know, I'm not saying that it's tomorrow. I'm not saying it's next month. I don't know. I don't know if it's a century from now. Who knows? But we're drawing nearer and nearer to that day. And so it's going to become more and more important for you to make sure that you are participating in authentic Christianity. Now, the thing with progressive Christianity is they have so pulled apart the seams and the foundations of Christianity that it is not Christianity anymore. For instance, here are the eight points of progressive Christianity. Number one, believe 
that the fo- that following the path and teachings of Jesus can lead to an awareness and an experience of the sacred and the oneness and the unity of all life. The sacred oneness and unity are all capitalized. Like basically they're trying to say God, but they don't want to call him God. So believing that the path and the teachings of Jesus can lead to knowing God. Is that Christian? No, it's not. Because even Jesus would say that's not good enough. C.S. Lewis put it well. He said, Jesus is either a liar, a lunatic, or he is Lord. And he leaves no room for in between. Jesus says, knowing my teachings is not enough. You have to put your faith and your trust in me. It's a relationship that comes from acknowledging exactly who Jesus is and exactly what he's done. So following his teachings is, is unless it involves surrendering your life and asking for forgiveness for your sins and putting your hope and your faith uh, in, in Jesus and Jesus alone, then that's not Christian. So number one, not Christian. Number two, affirm that the teachings of Jesus provide but one of many ways to experience the sacredness and oneness of life and that we can draw from diverse sources of wisdom in our spiritual journey. So this is more of uh, number one. Uh, and to that, I say, heck no. I say that's not Christian. I say that's universalism. That's that's Unitarian uh, denominational theology. That's that's a bunch of hokum. Um, so no, Jesus is not one way. He is the way. Uh, third point of progressive quote fingers Christianity is to seek community that is inclusive of all people, included but not limited to conventional Christians and questioning skeptics. Believers and agnostics. Agnostics just means I know that there's a God out there. I'm just not sure what he's up to. Uh, Women and men, those of all sexual orientations and gender identities, and those of all classes and abilities. Now, here's where I want to say half yes and half no. Because as a believer, we should want everyone to come to know the saving relationship with Jesus Christ and be saved. We should want them to be healed and made new and transformed. So whether that is a conventional Christian or someone that's questioning, right? We should not be kicking out people who will ask hard questions about God and about Jesus and about our theology. We should welcome that. We should welcome those conversations among us. Too many times I've seen Christians go, how dare you question that? That's just lazy. That's just weak. That's surface level Christianity. It shows me you're, you're scared and you don't know enough about your own faith to defend it. So we should be welcoming that because we have the confidence that we know we're right, right? We have the word of God. We have the truth of the Holy Spirit. We, we know we're right. And so we should not be afraid for someone to question it because we know uh, that the Holy Spirit can speak and we know that we have the truth. Women and men, obviously, I'm okay with that. I know a lot of times that, that has uh, hidden meanings, like just because you won't let a woman be the pastor of a church, you're, they're not accepted. Not true. Men and women, male and female, were both created in the image of God for their own uh, you know, specific callings and, and personalities. Um, and again, this is where they say women and men, but then they also say those of all sexual orientations and gender identities, because there is a, I believe, a demonic 
move in our culture to take away the distinctions between male and female. I'm not saying that you have to be the quintessential dirty, hairy, John Wayne, you know, tough guy to be a male, but God has ordained differences and he's ordained certain types of relationships and certain types of activities that should happen in those relationships. And all this gender identity stuff, all the, all the, the, you know, now there's what, 70 different genders rather than talk about denying science, even though scientifically there's two different genders, uh, sexual orientations. There's all sorts of different orientations. That is all just a bold face rebellion against how God has set things up to be. And so if we are to be Christian, we are to, you know, Jesus says, you love me, follow my commands. And so we must follow the commands of scripture if we're going to love God, which is our most important uh, job. And so we should accept all of these people, whether you come in saying you're a duck, I don't care. You need Jesus. And we're going to, that doesn't mean that uh, we're going to, I'm going to go around calling and treating you like a duck, whether you say you're a duck or not. Especially, and it says those of all classes and abilities. Basically, we're saying, yes, everyone is open to Jesus or should, but we should have an open door policy. But at some point, we do, we, something has to give. And it does not need to be us standing on the truth. So if someone wants to live in delusion, that is their own, it's their own decision. And we love them through it, but we do not change. We do not uh, kowtow. We do not, um, you know, uh, what's the word? It's the C word. Uh, we do not compromise so that someone can feel comfortable, right? Because there's a reason that they feel uncomfortable. It's called conviction from the spirit of God. So that's, that's a, that was a long one, but a third tenet of progressive Christianity. Um, and we're going to talk about the other, well, let's do one more and then we'll talk about the rest tomorrow. Number four is we need to know, this is according to progressive Christians, this is their tenets, to know that the way we behave towards one another is the fullest expression of what we believe. Now, how we behave towards each other is really important. So I, I'll give them that. But in, in reality... Because they've left all this ambivalence towards whether there's a God or not, whether Jesus is who he says he is or not, or there's one way to experience wholeness and unity. Again, they have taken God away from his, uh, away from his identification. They said, well, you know, that, that whole spirit thing, sacred, oneness, unity. No, he has his na a name. He calls himself Yahweh. He calls himself, you know, God. And so... What we, how we, uh, how we treat each other. Yes, it's important, but even more importantly, according to the words of Jesus himself, most important thing you can do is love God with all your heart, your soul, and your mind and your strength. That means when you love God, you, he is, you believe he is who he says he is. And you believe that the things that are good are good. The things that are evil, you agree are evil and you submit yourself to his word because that is the most important relationship you'll have. And then that will feed all the rest of your relationships. So we're going to talk about the other uh, four tenets of progressive Christianity and uh, hopefully correct them tomorrow. AmenBen.com if you need anything from me in the meantime. Thank you so much for listening.